Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob them. Bob them. Bob them. It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready. Set. Go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Go here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five. All the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you, as always, by the fine folks at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Hey, listen, uh, I, you know this already, but they're giving you five bucks just to play, just for signing up. Uh, use my promo code COAST, both KOH, to have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. Very fun game. I, I mean, again... I've been harping on it, but super simple game to play as well. It makes watching football and adds to your fantasy football experience. No doubt about it. State and age restrictions apply. See side for full terms and restrictions. All right, let's go, man. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. I am absolutely starting Antonio Brown this week. I'm just going full yellow mode on AB, man. I don't care that this dude hasn't played football in a year and a half. This man, we're talking about Antonio Brown, absolute football savant, 100% sketchy moral character. I get it. As a matter 10,000% sketchy character. Okay, and I get that. But just from a purely fantasy football standpoint, oh my goodness, I'm riding with AB this week, man. He probably barely knows the playbook. All good. 32 years old, all good. Hasn't played in a year now, all good. Bruce Arians says AB might play 10 snaps. I don't care, okay? As a matter of fact, Bruce Arians, speaking of, uh, this offseason, he said he didn't even want to bring AB to Tampa Bay. Said AB wasn't going to be a fit there. But then old Tommy Brady, what did he do? He pushed and he angled and he got Mr. Big Chest on board with the Buccaneers. AB on his Zoom press conference today was wearing a damn TB12 hat, y'all. Okay, that's how deep that relationship goes right now. Brady is sticking his neck out big time for AB. And you know damn well AB's going to get that damn ball. You know it. Look, I doubt Chris Godwin plays, so that's going to open up a a few more opportunities for AB. And if I have to use stats... I have one statistical reason, I guess, okay? New Orleans over the past four weeks has given up literally the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So the paper matchup is good, but I got to say, I am mostly playing Antonio Brown off of field. All right, speaking of this matchup, I am once again worried about Mike Evans. Marshawn Lattimore has kind of sort of owned Mike Evans, really. I mean, he's been held to fewer than eight PPR points in three of seven meetings versus Marshawn Lattimore. As a matter of fact, he's been held to fewer than 13 PPR points in six of seven matchups. Over their last four games, Evans has averaged just 2.25 receptions and 39 yards per game. You do the math and it's not very good. Earlier this year, Evans was held to just one catch for two yards and a 42.9 catch rate over the last four against Marshawn Lattimore as well. Okay, now I get it. I said the exact same thing last week against James Bradbury and Mike Evans did come through now, but I will say this. Look, I will say this, though. If Mike Evans did not catch that touchdown, it would have been a pretty rough game for Big Mike. So I am, uh, again, I'm, I'm just saying, Marshawn Lattimore does uh, kind of sort of own this matchup, at least uh, certainly uh, through the first seven games that they have played. So uh, it is a little bit of high alert for Mike Evans. But you know what? Tom Brady's a pretty damn good quarterback. 
Mike Evans, pretty damn good player as well. So uh, again, uh, the the ceiling is certainly going to be there, but I think the floor is a lot lower than you might anticipate. All right, I will say this. Fade Todd Gurley against Denver. Last week against Carolina, uh, a touchdown run helped Gurley salvage what would have been an absolutely terrible fantasy day. Six of his 10 fantasy points came on that touchdown. He would have had a four-point day against Carolina, one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. But you know, when you talk about that touchdown, that's the story on Gurley right now. His fantasy value being artificially pumped up, I think. Eight touchdowns in eight games. And if you think that touchdown rate, that pace is going to hold up. Look, last year, only three players finished with 15 or more scores. CMC, Derrick Henry, and Aaron Jones. Very, very difficult to see Todd Gurley in that same stratosphere, on that same level. I just don't see, he's not. He's just not on that same level. As a matter of fact, very difficult to score 15 plus touchdowns, usually just one or two or three. Sometimes no players will hit that plateau. But meanwhile, Gurley is a player kind of sort of on the downslope, and we've seen it. Three consecutive games now of sub 3.0 yards per carry average. So look, I just think the touchdown luck runs out against Denver and on the year as well. I could be wrong. Atlanta's defense is terrible and their offense is pretty good. Meaning what? They're going to have to throw that ball. They're going to be in scoring position a lot because they have to be. It poses a little bit of touchdown upside, and I think that's what we've seen from Todd Gurley, but I just do not see this pace holding up. Not when the guy's averaging you know, less than three yards a carry over his last three games. All right, let's talk about a sleeper here. Anthony Miller against Tennessee. Tennessee has given up the second most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position, and they've really been beaten badly recently out of the slot. Uh, and, and look, Miller's a good player. I, I, every single time I, talk, you know, uh, I put in this guy's tape, I'm impressed. The guy can play football. It's just that the Bears don't run a lot of three wide receiver sets. Now, that being said, Miller did have a breakout game last week. Eight catches, 73 yards. He's played 92% of his snaps as an inside receiver. Now, I'm not saying he plays 92% of the snaps. I'm just saying 92% of his snaps are as an inside receiver. Although, I will say, totally sidebar here, but Bears, can y'all run some three wide receiver sets? These double tights and these double... I mean, you've got one usable running back. That I, I just don't... Why are you running two tight ends out there? Stop it. Run three wide receivers like a, a grown-up football team, please. Uh, but again, per next-gen stats, the, the Titans have allowed the third most yards to receivers lined up inside, along with a 74% catch rate. And it's been four consecutive weeks where the primary slot man has gotten double digits against Tennessee. Cole Beasley... Randall frickin' Cobb, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Tyler Boyd. Juju had one of his best games of the year, nine receptions, 85 yards, and that was two weeks ago. Last week, Tyler Boyd posted six for 67 and a touchdown. So again, they've been beaten very badly out of the slot. I think Anthony Miller poses as a very good sleeper, and I know I, feel, I, I this must be the fifth time this year I've said Anthony Miller is a good sleeper. <laughs> but I think this week... He legitimately does come through. All right, that's going to do it for your boy, Five Army. If you want to follow me on social, by all means, and of course, later on this week, I'll be posting some more deep sleepers, some of my sports betting picks as well, at James D. Co. on both Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you.